everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And today I'm talking to Christy Johnson, and her company is called United Goods. And your company is a funny name because it doesn't sound at all like what it is that you do. Did you ever get that from anyone? I haven't, um, because it fits more than what it was when it first began, which was Red Shoes 26. <laughs> okay, I love this. So- Christy, will you explain how you describe your company? Because you're an artist, you're a designer, and I have a couple of your pieces. And I just want, I know when you describe it, that people listening will know who you are. So I make um, what I call state icons. They're little uh, framed illustrations that focus on uh, the U.S. landmarks. So I draw anything from the really well-known to the quirky ones that only the locals would know. So So like the Corn Palace. Right. That's one. I have that one. Yep. Uh, First Avenue, you know, Paul and Babe, and then some dive bars and things that have been closed for years that people miss. So they like to, you know, have that little reminisce moment when they see it hanging in their home. (laughs) I think I have the Monte Carlo. That's on my dad's dresser and he has since passed, but his wife keeps it on the dresser because that's where they met. Um, We have First Avenue that someone gave me as a gift. You're just, you really capture with your illustrations, the essence of a lot of these places. How did you get started originally? Uh, I worked for a while at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Oh, you did? Did I meet you there? I don't think so. Okay. I was an editor in special sections. So I did uh, writing and editing for the uh, advertising sections. And a coworker of mine um, hired me to do her wedding invitations because I used to do a lot of that kind of thing. And um, then after I left, she reached out to see if I could draw some. They're uh, called, they're little table cards, so like escort cards. They yeah. were doing a feature in the wedding issue of the magazine. And I said I had never done them, but I would dream up with some concepts and send her ideas. So um, I came up with this couple getting married in Minneapolis, and they were going to have a Minneapolis-themed wedding. So I drew these teeny little illustrations of Spoon Bridge and Cherry and the Fauché and things like that. And I just really loved drawing them. So I just kept doing it even after that hit the newsstands and everything. (laughs) So how long have you had this business? It'll be 20 years in October. Wow. (laughs) And did you ever think like when you started doing illustration that this would be like a business versus just like a hobby? No, I was doing greeting cards. And like I said, a lot of the event and wedding stationery. So that was kind of the track I was rolling down and enjoying it. A lot of logos and branding and stuff too. So I was just sort of doing that as my main gig. And then the illustration stuff on the side. And I said, I would never do art shows because that seemed like so much work. But I had a bunch of friends that did them. So I thought, I'll just try one and see how it goes. And I did them for, well, I still do pop-ups and things like that. But so, yeah, it snowballed. (laughs) And it became a business because people liked them. I liked drawing them. And it just kept growing and growing. I was doing art shows in other states. So then I would draw things from those states. And it grew out of Minnesota to be all U.S. Yes. So you start with an illustration and then do you um, make multiples? How do you tell me about your process? 
Yeah, I draw everything with a mouse. So they're digital illustrations to begin with. And I actually draw them at the small size that they're printed, the finished product. I've always drawn really small ever since I was a little kid. Um, so that was just sort of natural. And um, so, yeah, I draw them with a mouse on the computer and then I print them from my home studio. I like to have the control of the colors and everything. And then my parents make the little wood frames for them. <laughs> so oh, they excellent. print them out, yeah. And I collect them from them in shoe boxes. That's how we transfer the product back and forth. And then I, uh, so I put my little prints in the frames and then they're complete. How did that process of them making the frames begin? <laughs> well, I went to a big box store when I first started because I was like, there's no way I'm going to find frames for this small print. So I thought I was going to have to make them a little bigger, but I did find a little frame that I liked. But then as it grew, the business kind of grew. The That store couldn't keep up with me. I was driving around all over the Twin Cities trying to buy all the frames that they had on the store shelves. So I was frustrated by that and mentioned it to my dad, who was just a part-time for fun woodworker. And he was an electrical engineer by trade. And so he said, oh, I'll try to make them for you. And it took off from there. <laughs> They're still making them for me. My dad retired from his job uh, like 10 years ago now, but uh, I keep him very, very busy. <laughs> and my mom hand paints every single one. <laughs> Okay, I love this. So in their retirement, it's given them like something to stay active. And I mean, that's yeah. so important, right? Sure. Yeah. Plus Most days they like it. Most yeah. some days they don't. <laughs> yeah. And plus communication with their daughter and helping her succeed. That's so sweet. I love that part of your story. It's so it's important to me that everything is handmade. I always wanted that, but I just thought I would never ever find anybody to make them. So good old dad. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you ever veer from landmarks into like, I don't know, pets or other types of illustrations? Yeah, I have done that over the years and only just recently started kind of advertising that I do it. Um, so I'll draw people's houses. I really like doing that. And then pets have been something I've been doing. Um, it's expanded a little bit into like I did a TV show landmark series last year and then a few movie landmarks. So that's something I might continue to do. And then every once in a while I'll do something just that I want to draw pop culture, maybe like Bernie Sanders at the inauguration and things like that. <laughs> yeah. In sitting in the chair with the mittens. Looking miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love all that. And that's, I think, part of what makes your stuff so unique, too, is there's amongst all of your landmarks, there's always like a little bit of a wink and a nod and a little bit of humor in some of it, which I really appreciate. Yeah, I have people at shows say, oh, these are so cute. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. And I say, no, they're cute. It's fine. It's yeah. <laughs> and it's also one of the things that I liked about it. It's an entry point price point. Like it's not super expensive. So I think people get really wound up. First of all, one of the things I like to do, and this is a weird thing about me, but I like to walk around at night and look in people's windows. Now, I don't like walk right up to their window and peeping Tomish, <laughs> but when I'm walking, I just like look and I like when people have lights on, I like to see like their decorations. And I'm always stunned that people don't have more art on their walls. They're very... They might have photographs, but they real very few people have art, which I'm all about the art. Yeah. 
So I like that you're giving people an entry point that maybe feels accessible to them. Yeah, it's uh, the small size makes them fit just about anywhere too. So you don't have to commit to hanging it on the wall either. You can just set it on a desk or a bookshelf or something. Just have that little reminder of a place that you love or a funny story from your past or something. So yeah, they're kind of a little gateway drug to bigger art. <laughs> now that this is a business, is it different? Because I feel like for me, you know, cooking and food has started as a hobby and now that's becoming a business for me and it feels different. Does it feel different for you? I think I still have so much uh, creative freedom with what I'm drawing. Um, I get requests a lot. I have a notebook that's filled with ideas from shows that I do still go through and um, check something off if I've drawn it. Um, but I do have so much freedom still uh, that it doesn't really feel too much of a, a job. There are some days when I'm doing like the businessy stuff or if I've got to prep a hundred frames for an art show that weekend or something, then it kind of gets a little more sluggish, but for the most part, it still feels like fun. Now, United Goods, you, your, your first name was Two Red Shoes, did you say? It was Red Shoes 26. It was my uh, nickname in college. I played softball in college and I wore red cleats, so they called me Red Shoes. And my jersey number for many, many, many years is 26. So I just crammed them together. Yep. It was a weird name. But eventually I thought, well, I have this United States connection. I oh. like collaborating with people. So uniting in that way. Because um, I've made a few products with other uh, small businesses, which has been fun and something I really like to do. Um, and then the goods just sort of kept it open in case things expanded. So since it's digital, I can print on so many different things. So that's where that name came from. Okay. Because <laughs> tell me about a collaboration that you liked. You mentioned you've done some. Yeah. I uh, With a woman who lives in Chanhassen, she does uh, pet memorial candles. She is Nelly Goods. Nelly Designs, N Nelly Studio. Oh my gosh, I can't, I'm, she's going to kill me. <laughs> I'm just screwing up the name. Um, so we collaborated on a Paul and Babe candle. Um, so we sold those for many years and I just sort of phased those out probably right before the pandemic, I think. And I sold my very last one that I still had laying around um, at the at Art Oral. <laughs> oh, Wow. And on your website, I'm imagining that you have all these items. Is Do you maintain your own website or for small businesses, that can be a real challenge. So how does that work for you? Yeah, I do control my own website, a Shopify. So it's pretty easy plug and play, even for somebody who's not super techie. Um, so I update it as much as I can with where I'm going to be and new items that I have. It kind of acts as my catalog if people want to sure. see since I have over 500 illustrations, it's kind of a good place I can just send them. <laughs> Was there anything that you've drawn that really resonated with people that you were surprised by? Let me think. Yeah, I have had a few over the years that have surprised me a little bit. I did one that comes right to mind was I did a contest at a show one year where um, you could put an idea in a drawing and I would pick it and draw it. And uh, it was the arches at St. Thomas. There's this little archway that's known as a place where you like have a first kiss or something like yep. that. 
Kissing Under the Art. So I drew that one um, for her and just put it on the website just to see if anybody else would like it. And yeah, that one has been more popular than I thought. And the terrace chairs at the Mat at Madison, University of Wisconsin-Madison. I'd never heard of them. A friend suggested that I draw them. And that one is one of my top five most popular. <laughs> the terrace chairs. Yeah, they're these really cool, iconic metal chairs that are out on this um, bar seating area out by the water. And anybody who went to school there is just in love with these chairs. So that's been really fun. Oh, that's funny. My sister went there. So I'll have to ask her about that. I'm sure she knows about the chairs. <laughs> yeah. And just how like people see art in the regular everyday is something that appeals to me. Yeah. And that's what I like about what I'm doing. You know, you can find a print of the Eiffel Tower, you know, just about any big box store, but where are you going to find one of Matt's bar? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you do any food illustrations? I have done a few uh, things like that. Yeah, that's something that would be really fun for me. Anything I can draw small, I want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. Well, maybe I'll think of something for you and we'll collaborate because it sounds like uh, super fun. And I just love I just love art. Like I just came off, I work on the Stone Arch Bridge Festival and we just came off of that. It was yesterday was the last day. And there's just something so heart filling about being amongst a community of artists that are working so hard, putting their blood, sweat and tears into these pieces, coming outside, setting up these tents, braving the elements, the weather, the people. And, you know, then the people walking through and looking for different pieces. And it just really makes my heart full that that still happens in a place like Minneapolis, where it's a big city. It's hard to put a festival on that attracts 100,000 people in the middle of a functioning city. But yet it does and it happens and everybody has a great experience and then they go home. And yeah. it's just so weird that all of that happens in a span of like four days. And then when it's all done, you can't even tell that it happened. <laughs> They're well-oiled well machines. The shows done in Minnesota are so seamless. All the volunteers that help out are so good. Yeah, I like doing all of those shows um, on that side of it, just seeing the well-oiled machine, all yeah. the pieces coming together. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And it's just fun for people to be exposed to art. And my sister bought something this weekend and I don't think of my sister as an art buyer. So when she came and showed me this thing that she bought that really spoke to her and I could see why when she held it up, I was just like, oh, this is so great. Yeah. Introducing her to something she maybe didn't even know she liked. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, Christy, it's great to talk with you. The company is United Goods. You can find her iconic art on her website, unitedgoodsusa.com is where you can find her art. You can also find her on Instagram. Uh, she's a great follow. I've enjoyed following you and seeing what you're working on. And seeing the picture of your dad on Father's Day was cute too. Who makes your frames? I loved it. Thank you. He's adorable. <laughs> yeah, he really is. So thanks for being on the program and good luck. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Okay, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>